And welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour. It's uh, Monday or Saturday, because it always pisses Rob off for some reason when I talk about when the show might happen. Anyway, we have a, a very, very special guest, Ted Hicks of Late Night Parents, is on with us, who, if you guys listen to the Nikki X Happy Hour... Uh, this is the Ted we talk about. Yeah, the late 1700s when we were doing this podcast, uh, Ted was on every week and was the star of the show. I won't go into the Fox and Friends thing. That's too early for that. But anyway, Ted, <laughs> Ted thanks for being on. And uh, also, of course, I'm Lee and Rob and somebody else. I'm the, I'm the person laughing. Todd are here. So how are you guys this week? Doing are well. we this week? Or last week? Because it's last week, maybe when we're doing this. So this week, maybe you're different. How's the, How is everybody? Next week, I'm fine. Oh, that's good. I'm that's recovering. our show. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, we got a few things to talk about. We got the, the Washington football team changed their name to something. We don't know what it is yet. Uh, sadly, <laughs> John, John Lewis passed away. Um, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, but... Um, 2020 continues to suck, so losing a, a great person um, in in public office instead of someone who may be worth losing. And several other <laughs> things, obviously. we got a, a more Trump news, more presidential news. But, Ted, I, I kind of want to start with you because we've talked about, like, how much COVID-19 has affected our lives and, like, work lives. And, for instance, I write estimates for cars and uh for months, I was only doing that through pictures that the shop would send me, which is basically impossible to do, but it is what it is. So you live, obviously, in the greater New York area. So what's it been like in New York? Just, uh, you know, everything basically shut down and starting to reopen. And just you personally, how has life been? Life has been good. Thanks for welcoming me to the show. Um, feels like a reunion here. Um so where do I get started? Um, prior to COVID really, you know, hitting, going into the wild, um, it was like late February. Um, I was at work and, and here's a kind of crazy story about it. I don't know if I share with Todd or not, but um, so at my school where, where I work at during, you know, to do my nine to five, um, patient zero in Westchester, I think probably one of the first people to be infected with COVID-19. Um, his son, was who was also infected, happened to attend a law event at my school. So prior to, you know, this is like prior to March, we were um, alerted of what had happened and my school was shut down. So this is like late... I would say like late February. So, and at that point, I didn't notice, you know, I didn't know the full impact of it, but I, I, I just knew it was being talked about in the media because our, our commander in, in chief was denying it. And um, make a long story short, my building was shut down for several, for several days to be for enhanced cleaning, health and human services were, were, were present. And I was just like, whoa. This, you know, this is some really serious stuff. Um, I would say a few days after that, prior to everything being shut down in New York, my building was, 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 um, my building was shut down and, you know, the state itself was shut down. Um, so 
for four months, I didn't travel to the office. I traveled to the office two days last week. So the months of March, April, May, June, totally shut down. Um, it's, you know, it's been different um, because as you look at the map, you know, I know everything is politicized, red and blue states, but we were kind of all in accord for the most part. We were, we were all in accord um, for wearing masks, wearing some type of face coverings, doing, you know, what we needed to do, because I guess it wasn't politicized from our leaders. Um, I mean, now there's been huge impacts, uh, you know, business impacts totally. I mean, there's so many different businesses that we know of that won't be coming back. All the, the, the local restaurants where, you know, you don't have backing of a, of, of a big conglomerate. Um, but for, I would tell you, I've lost a, a few, few of my friends, um, their parents, they've lost. Um, it, it was something different because losing someone to COVID and not being able to attend like their funeral is like a totally different impact. Um, speaking with some of your friends that did that survived it. Uh, one of my good friends who's NYPD, um, and, and believe it or not, NYPD has, has been ravaged by um, COVID-19. Um, it's just something different because when you look at the numbers in New York and you're seeing 25 plus thousand, 30 plus thousand lives lost, um, you know, oh, 400 plus thousand people affect, uh, infected with it. It's, it's really a different world, but it was uh, truthfully a lot of us with the leadership working together, face coverings. I mean, because a lot of this stuff you weren't, you weren't able to easily find when this stuff first hit because a box of masks, not even N95 masks, which might have been $15 you had to, you know, the, the the price gouging started. That became $200. So a 70 cent mask be, now became $7 or something like that. Um, it's interesting because when the politics started to seep in into New York, and I know you think in liberal New York, um, you know, certain parts of Long Island where I live in, where people are like, you know, um, you know open our business up, open our, you know, our communities up while there were, you know, the Nassau and Suffolk County um, executives and executives all over were renting warehouses, renting um, meat trucks, um, trucks that have some, you know, like freezer trucks because the amount of bodies that were just, unfortunately, like what you guys saw, some of this stuff was was thrown apart. You know, one of my one of my neighbors, I can't mention the hospital that she's a part of, but um, there's a show on Netflix um, about her hospital. Um, she was only given um, one N95 mask, and she, it was like she's wearing the same one for two weeks. That was the shortage of the PPE, and you, you, you know, we we saw all of that stuff politicized, stockpiles, and my stockpile versus your stockpile, and um, you look towards leadership, 
with you know the CARES Act, you look towards your 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 people that you put in office to do the right thing. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of times it it isn't done. So the New York that that we knew pre COVID nineteen, most of it isn't there, or there's a lot of boarded up buildings. Oh, you know, you're walking to your 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 favorite you know coffee shop that's not a Starbucks. It's not there anymore. Um, people being smarter with how they conduct their business. You know, the the thing used to be to go to the supermarket. You know, as soon as the store started. Um, to now, you know, that's not even an option anymore because that's what everyone does. Um, it's kind of like what we saw in New York is is then you know, swept across America. So it's, you know, death is, is, is definitely a horrible thing. But, you know, selfishly, I'm like, I'm happy that for the most part, we're done with phase one. Now, along with this is, you know, traveling back and forth to New York. There's been so many different states that have been put on, you know, Cuomo's list that, hey, you have to... um you have to quarantine, and that that's important. And the, and the the sad thing about it is, there's no way to really police that. Right. So cases are going to pop up. <clears throat> certain areas are going to get hot. And the one last thing I will say is, predominantly, it was areas of high density. And you know, when 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 you when you state areas of high density, it kind of gets a little dicey, because if you go into a home, and the home has you know five to seven to eight people living in there. People are tracking it in on their feet. You know, it's crazy stuff that, that you see. Um, that most of these these pockets were happening in areas of black and brown people. Um, it also hit in areas, like you said, in Queens and in Brooklyn, where it's overcrowded. Um and I'm not to say that, you know, white people aren't affected by it. It's just if you look at the density and you look at um, the population and people that have pre-existing conditions and you look and you see what some of our politicians in the past have fought for, um, you see the reason why you need health care and certain things like that, because these pre-existing conditions that if you're not staying up on and then you get infected with COVID-19, you know, for the most part, I don't want to say you're a goner because there's been a million people that have recovered. Right. But in, in the United States, we're almost at the at 140,000. Uh, you know, that number is it just go, grows larger and larger and larger. And um, just seeing what we did in New York, we, we did it across the state it has to be replicated across these other states. If not, then you're going to have the numbers that New York had because of the, the, you know, um, the amount of international traffic that comes into New York. So that's a very long answer. Um, it's been horrid, but as, as, as a family, if you're, you know, you're close with your family, um, and you're in a living arrangement where there's some spacing and that you can handle certain hygiene, like wiping down doorknobs and doing certain things that you um, would would have to be aware of. 
And and lastly is like I have a 13 year old and an 18 year old who it was hard to keep them inside the house. So so there's the remote learning aspect of it. There's the keeping them inside the house. There's the youth sports side of it. There's the contactless sports, which all become contact at some point, you know, telling them a lot of times, you know, the kids prior to COVID-19 would come over to my house and it became, hey, you guys got to stand outside, you know, on the porch. Six feet you apart. Be yeah. 19 feet apart, you know, <laughs> and it's 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 something because you're trying to police that and you really don't want to bring that inside your household because once it's in, it's in. Right. You know, so sorry for the long answer, but that's, that's, that's a great answer. Great. Yeah. And the epicenter of, well, the former epicenter of yeah. coronavirus. And, and I'm, I'm in the new epicenter. I'm in Florida. I'm in Palm beach County, which isn't quite as bad as two of the other counties, but we're, we're third. We're trying harder. Uh, Florida now has, it, yeah, we actually now well, have not more. Todd specifically, hopefully, but well, I'm, I'm trying. Well, yeah, <laughs> we actually we actually have a hundred thousand more active cases than New York at this point. Wow, uh, and it's just skyrocketing in Florida because we have a genius governor who, I mean, DeSantis is he's trying to out moron Trump, which takes a lot, but he's doing a really good job of it. In hey, May, you, you got to get though. Yeah, he was actually talked in may about reopening the schools in may in may in may and his reasoning was that no minors had died of it so apparently unaware of the fact that they you mean could like carry people it. who go into mines yeah it probably is what he meant because he's so fucking stupid because <laughs> i can say that because it's the nikki x show uh, <laughs> it absolutely i mean we've set records in florida by most cases in a single day Anywhere in the country. My county alone, Palm Beach County, or West Palm Beach is, my county alone currently has a mere 24,000 cases. That's, that's, that's more than South Korea. Yes. It, it's absolutely astounding. Miami-Dade, 77,000 cases in one... Wow. You know, and this goes to what you were talking about, Ted, of, you know, it's when we get this denser population, that's part of the problem. Of course, South Korea is actually has twice the population density of the U.S. And Seoul, mm -hmm. their biggest city, I think is, I don't have it right in front of me. I looked at it before. I think it's maybe five times the population density of New York City. They wow. are packed together. It is more dense than New York City. And they were able to handle it. Like virtually, so, so, virtually every country is handling it except us. New York State is just shy under 19.8 million. So times five, 100 million people in Seoul. Right. It, it's just unbelievable the, the ridiculous lack of understanding of how to handle this problem. Uh, and all these politicians, they're just playing to their base because, you know, it's my right not to wear a mask is like, Go stick your tongue in a light socket. That's your right, too. The problem is, if you do that, I'm going to get electrocuted. And they don't seem to understand that. Was well, that the thing, though? Is it people? I mean, I know it's a politicized thing because <clears throat> Republicans have made it a politicized thing. But is it people going out and 
in your area and they're just not wearing masks and they're not really caring? Is, is that what it is? I haven't, it? I haven't seen it personally because I'm not going out very often at all. Um, <laughs> but like I have gone to Publix a few times. Usually I use like one of the delivery services. The last time I went, everybody was wearing a mask. Everybody. And everyone actually had it over their nose for a change because the time before I saw three or four people, you know, down underneath their nose. Yeah, I made a point on my post on Facebook because I went for a bike ride like last Sunday and it was really freaking hot. And I wore the mask just to kind of make a point. You know, the heat index, I think that at that point was like 94, which was nice compared to what it has been. It's like, you know, you can wear a mask, you can survive. I went to Walmart yesterday and only half the people were wearing masks. Surprise it was half. Surprise yeah. it was that many. So what's that? that that's gonna change. So Georgia yeah. has this big thing going on between the governor and the cities and, and yeah. of course the, the mayor of Atlanta is uh, she's being sued. Yeah. Well, personal. She's not the only Personally. one, right? Yeah. No. <clears throat> so, no, it's her yeah, th- it's her and, and city council. Personally right. being sued. Yep. By, by the governor. By the genius governor. Who, who says that you don't need to wear a mask and you shouldn't, it shouldn't be mandatory. Well, yeah, it shouldn't be, but it is because <laughs> we need to, otherwise we're going to die. And it, and it clearly has to be because people, people that normally are intelligent people, I know some people that I know are smart and they're all about, oh, it's my right not to do this. It's like, this is a public health situation. It's not your right. right to ignore red lights. It's the same thing, you stupid fuck. You don't have the right to make other people sick. You have the right to make yourself sick. I don't give a damn what you do to you. I mean, greatest example to me is Chuck Woolery. You guys all saw this, right? <laughs> like, oh, Chuck, you know, Chuck Woolery, the, the has-been, who for some reason is still fucking relevant in 2020. I didn't no, know he was still not. alive. Major, major Trump supporter. I've seen some other bullshit that's come out of his gutter of a mouth and he was brain about how awful it is that they're making us wear masks and blah 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 on twitter the very next day and i did verify this this is true his son came down with covid the very next day just to clarify covid is a terrible disease and i really pray for it it's like you didn't give a damn until it hits you right i yep. hope it's, i hope his son recovers honestly i don't want anybody to die and then it, smacks no. him in the head exactly this Dad, you said it was safe. needs to no, suffer. And this is their problem. They don't care about anybody except themselves. When it hits them, oh, all of a sudden it's a crisis. It's like, oh, that's that? that's the thing, right? There's so many out. people out there who really don't care they're fu- until they're they get sick. They don't care about anybody else. That's that's why we have the modern Republican Party. I grew up as a Republican. My dad was a Romney Republican, George Romney, the one who had a fucking brain and a heart that, that the party basically kicked out because he was too liberal. Sounds like a son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how bizarre is this? Mitt Romney is the voice of reason. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> and he's the voice of reason for the Republican Party. Holy yep. shit. Yeah. They, they're selfish. They're only motivated by what's in it for me. And I'm so fucking tired of it. Yeah. Well, let's, let's move on to some sports stuff. Uh, yes. Some happy stuff. Uh, so is there, Washington is happy stuff. Well, <laughs> as, as we talked about last week, yes. the Washington Redskins have changed their name to now the DC Redskins. So they had the name. Change. No, I'm just. <laughs> so, 
No, but they've they've changed from now. They're they're hopefully because money got involved, FedEx got involved, yes. Amazon, Walmart, yada yada yada, pulled their their merchandise. So the Washington football team has no name at this time. Oh, that would um, be great. The no names. That's pretty much what they are. Well, I think that it seems like Warriors and Red Tails are the two uh, that I've heard that are most likely. The Red Tails, of yes. course, is Tuskegee Airmen. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that, I mean, I, I know that because I've been told that, but I'm not sure the general public would know that. They would just, Red Tails, to me, this may sound stupid because I'm stupid, but um, I, I like that it's attached to Tuskegee Airmen, but I'm not sure if there's people out there aware that maybe Red Tails sounds, it almost sounds a little bit too Native American in a way too. Oh, we could still use Red Tails. Actually, it kind of works if you don't know about the Tuskegee Airmen because that team gets spanked a lot. <laughs> the Washington Red Ass. Which, which, uh, which I think goes with the, uh, the name I think was perfect for them. Uh, what was it? It was the Possums because they play dead at home and get run over on the road. Yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, um, but uh, I think it seems like Warriors has got the lead right now just because it still plays into the Native American thing. But it's, as we talked about last week, Ted, I don't know what you think about Warriors, but it's it's a name that's already taken, first of all. And it's right. so general. Yeah. It's like yeah, they could, do, they could do better, right? Totally. I mean, put a little effort into it. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, think, I think that's the last thing right now. Currently right now with Dan Snyder with <laughs> bombshells being dropped – yeah, the name change is a distant second right now. Well, I think um, the name changes to the sexual harassers. I believe that's what it's what it's. Becoming. Oh my god, that would be excellent. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, Washington sexual harassers. Their logo is grabbing by the pussy. Yeah, you know, it, it all works. It's a they can call them the Weinstein's. That'd be good. <laughs> I, I I'm really not in favor. Harvey Weinstein with the with the Indian headdress. <laughs> right. So. I'm really not in favor of the Red Tails name, only because what does Washington have to do with that? Well, Tuskegee Airmen. I mean, it's it's you know it's which, has, no, eh, which no. has nothing to do. With There's never going to be a team in Alabama, so they might as well use Red Tails. It's still government. I mean, I still I can still see it. it, just, it, it just make sure the name of the team changes from Washington to D.C. Yeah. And, because yeah, uh, until I was like 13 or 14, I thought they played in Washington State. The Landover Liars. Uh, I didn't fucking know. DC, they do need to change to D.C. for sure. Uh, but yeah, they Warriors is just such, like you said, Ted, there's like no effort in that whatsoever. That's just such a, a weak idea. And again, it's like, oh, we can keep the logo. It's like, just change everything. And, and Complete we talked overhaul. about it. We talked about it before. Ooh, like why Washington Bullets. Now. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah, just I, I don't understand why Snyder was so well. Other than that, he's a asshole. But why he was so resistant? This is a huge money maker. Every fan of that team has to buy new gear. This is a yes. bonanza for Snyder. Yes. Why he was resistant to this completely beyond me. It's like. They can change uniforms every seven years anyway in the NFL, strictly so they can sell more gear. What an idiot. Hopefully. It's actually just the logo on the side of the helmet. That's something that's bugged me for years about uh, uh, whenever you see a big thing about, oh, this NFL team changed their uniform. The font is now not quite as italicized (laughs) as it used to be. (laughs) Fuck off. That's not a new uniform. Of course, the Rams changed their logo. The Rams, exactly. 
Look, yeah, now, now they're what the the what is their uterus on their it helmet? Be, it should be yeah, something. That's, that's, like. that's such a terrible design. <laughs> the fact that everybody was mocking that design is, oh, that can't be it. It's like, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> Maybe they should just change it to the DC cabs. Yeah, can run the. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because you know, obviously, this whole fifteen women have come out. And it's 15 women that we know of because it's probably hundreds. Exactly. <laughs> there will be more. It's probably 150. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they've come out and, and Dan Snyder, of course, is the owner and he's come out and said he's it, it was interesting that he hired a female attorney because he's he's such an ass that he would do that. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with female attorneys, but, you know, he's just doing it because she's a female. Uh-huh. Strictly for the optics. Yep, exactly. But the, it the makes thing him is, look good. Yeah, the the he could be disciplined. The NFL, you know, the the that whole policy doesn't just uh, apply to players, even though it always does. It could apply to owners. Really, what the league should do, and they they won't because you know whatever, um, is discipline him, suspend him, or whatever. Somebody brought up a good point as far as this would never happen, but you know he's involved. He's one of. 32 majority owners what the other 31 majority owners should do is they're probably wrapped up in some kind of business with the guy not just football because you know he's got this huge telemarketing company they should just not do business with him and that would affect his bottom line too but they're you know nfl owners it's not like they're great human beings yeah exactly they're not going to do it exactly they should though Uh, you know unfortunately they should just force him to sell the team and of course, that's just going to be a huge windfall for him. But not as much as it would have been if he'd sold it when he, a year after he bought it. He's turned that. They haven't sold out a season, I think, in ten years. It's longer than that. Isn't it? When I lived in the Washington area, there was a waiting list. You know, like maybe my ancestor can get a season ticket. It was ridiculous trying to get it to see it. The Redskins. I don't, I'm sure they've sold out a few games. You know, Cowboys fans when they come to town or, or Eagles fans, but that's it. He's turned that team into a laughing stock financially, which is incredible on and off the field. Uh, yeah. It's so worth the- what, 4.3 billion. Maybe is that, maybe I'm undervaluing it. Is it's the I, sports I teams? Are. Is it, has, is it 5 billion? Just gone, has it, it sports teams have just gone through the roof. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's like there was one point where Manchester United for years was the most valuable um, sports yeah. team, and it was like three billion. It was like oh, three billion, and now it's like every NFL team is worth three billion dollars, isn't it? Right. So a lot of NBA teams are worth more than three billion dollars. Baseball, with twelve people too. on the team. Even baseball. I think the Marlins are worth like uh, three hundred fifty dollars right now. So. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I wouldn't buy them for that. No, I wouldn't either. Forty nine, they're on sale this week. <laughs> but you got to bring your card. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I do want to admit that I, I attended um, a Redskin game or Deadskin, as I always refer to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in twenty eleven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jets Redskins Deadskins or Warskins. Um. <laughs> Thirty percent of the stadium were Jets fans. Yeah, and and that's when you know. I mean, I get it. We're four hours away, but that that should never be. 
Ted, are you sure you weren't at a Dolphins game? That sounds just like a Dolphins game. Ah. Uh, Actually, it's usually it's, it's closer to a 50-50 split usually for those games. But yeah, that's that's nine years ago, and it was that bad already. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, when the Seahawks played the Rams last year, I think, and they played in no, it was two years ago. Anyway, uh, and they played in Los Angeles in that little that little uh, coliseum. <laughs> of course, the Rams have no no fans. There's no the high school field. LA NFL yeah. fans. No, but the Seahawks would play, uh, do something well, and you hear louder cheers in the Rams stadium than when the Rams did something well. It's just like you know, LA is LA is such a weird town for sports. And they got two NFL teams. Well, they aren't for basketball and baseball. They're just for football. Yeah. USC does well, of course. But the NFL, they, NFL just obviously went back into it for money and didn't care what happened to San Diego sports fans who still drive up and watch the Chargers right. play. No, I don't. It's a joke. <laughs> Ooh, quite you're not true. a Chargers fan. Are you, are you a Chargers fan? There's no I Chargers was fan. until the fuckers left. Yes, well, he, he is a Chargers fan. That's, yeah. I guess teach their own. I had a, <laughs> <laughs> in 1995, I had a junior sale jersey. That was the only affiliation I had with the Chargers. Yeah, I've never, they've just never been a team that <clears throat> played one of my favorite teams. So I've never really had, I'm just indifferent to them. Yeah, I, I go back to to Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow and yes. Charlie Joyner Chuck, and stuff. Chuck Muncie. Yeah, I have I have a healthy small hatred for them still because of the triple overtime game. But uh, <laughs> damn it! But that's okay. At least you have a feeling for them. Yes, I do have some feelings for them. Mostly, so, you, you know they exist. I, there are people where I live where I. I I used to have a Chargers shirt because they were still in San Diego at the time. Mm-hmm. And people would look at me and go, who the fuck is that? I'm like, it's a foot. You know, it's true. Never mind. I like how you, I like how you guys named players from, from the Chargers from when they were really good in the late seventies. And they were, yes. the problem was that they were so offensive and had no defense and everybody you named was an offensive player. Right. Yes. And yeah. Coriel. They didn't have any defensive players. Yeah. Not until Sam showed up. Yeah, Kellen Winslow went both ways, I think. Not on, on the football field. Come on. I think, I think your son kind of goes both ways, too. But. <laughs> Keep it classy, San Diego. Okay. So, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, uh, I didn't know Kellen Winslow was Italian. <laughs> he say assy. <laughs> Andre. So uh, speaking of some some bad news, John John Lewis did pass away. Had uh, pancreatic cancer, so he had been in hospice. It was funny because I, I didn't know he was as sick as he was. I thought I just saw maybe it was an, a recorded interview, but I thought I saw a re- an interview with him like a month or two ago. As he just did, he fade away quickly, or was he? Am I just no, out of the he, loop? He he announced that he had stage four uh, a couple of months ago. So. When they went back to Selma, um, I think it was last year, they kind of most of the people knew that potentially, you know, on Pettus Bridge and John Lewis, that would be the last two times you could really yeah. associate um, Lewis there at, you know, being an icon and, um, you know, for Bloody Sunday and everything else like that. I, I just want to mentioned a couple things about about John Lewis um you look 
at his his work. Um, CT um, CT Vivian also was lost within the last. You know, they they died within. I would say you know on the same day. Um, he fought for, and it's, it's, just let me know if this sounds familiar. He fought for health care. He fought for financial, um, you know, uh, legitimacy. He fought for the Voting Rights Act that had been peeled back by, you know, um, Republicans. You know, basically the Voting Rights Act has been, you know, gutted. So it's it's just so funny as you open up Twitter or you open up whatever social media, you know, um, platform you, you use to see everyone mentioning, you know, how much of a great man he was. But, you know, he, he spent his whole life, you know, a lot of people associate him with, with Dr. King when, you know, when he was out there um, being an activist, he was 20, 23 years old. So you can, some of the folks, if they know history, they can kind of tie together what some of the activists are doing today. And it's not just the black activists out there. It's, it's everyone out there. It's, we watch from state to state to state that that's out there fighting for this equality. Um, you know, John Lewis, he was, he was a stalwart on, on, you know, it's, it's strange because when you think about Dr. Martin Luther King, we didn't get to see him as a senior citizen. And that's the one thing I could say about John Lewis, but um, Congressman John Lewis is we were able to celebrate his life and, and his legacy. And um, this is a great special on, on Netflix because it's so strange now because like you go to Netflix, everything is, you know, I'm black and I'm proud. You know, I, I, I guess that that shift happened, but um, it's great doc documentary on John Lewis and what he stood for. And I'm just hoping that today's activists um, can carry on his legacy. Yeah, the fact that he continued to fight through all the health problems that he'd had. And he'd had a lot of health problems even before this. It's like, here he is, he's 80 years old. And he's fighting just as hard as anybody on the planet. And uh, the coolest tribute I can think of, and I just read this the other day, uh, President <clears throat> Obama, the, the legitimate president, uh, shared a, a brief story, said the inauguration, Lewis came up to him and asked him to sign some memorabilia. And he wrote, because of you. They're like, pretty incredible for, and obviously it's absolutely true. So pretty cool when the president of the United States says, yeah, the only reason I'm standing here is because of the work that you did for me and everybody. Right. right. I mean, that's, that's the man's legacy. So, <clears throat> so yeah, 2020 continues to absolutely suck. <laughs> at least he had, as you guys have pointed out, at least he had a full life. It wasn't like he yeah. passed away when he was 40 years old. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is all anybody can really want, right? Is to, to live their life as, as fully as possible and do as many good things as possible, which he did. Um, just like Donald Trump. No, I'm, I'm joking. So, <laughs> I joke. I joke. So, anyway. Uh, you guys got any happy news to speak about? Is there happy news in 2020? 
In different Charlotte Flair is taking time off because of silicone poisoning. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Who is taking time off? Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. Rick's kid. The, Rick's kid. Yes. The 38 time world champion daughter who is okay. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Well, she's she's better than David was. I'll give her that. But Jesus. Yeah. Ugh. That guy. That, that's something. What a train wreck. So is she getting it removed or is she just getting it repaired or? From what I understand, it, one of them is leaking and it's causing issues. So there will be surgery involved and to make sure that it gets sealed back up. <clears throat> did did Nia Jax like punch her in the chest? Is that what happened? Do we know? Or... I do remember uh, if if you remember Awesome Kong, and I don't remember what her name yes. was in the WWE. Her uh, finishing move was called the Implant Buster. <laughs> she, she would pancake them face down on the mat, and it if I figured you know that's awful. If anything's gonna pop those, it would be that. <clears throat> God, I yeah. hope she never did it to Trish Stratus and probably level the building. <laughs> <laughs> um, one good thing. One good thing is Mets Yankees tonight. <gasps> the piped in audio. Yes. <laughs> did you see the what first? they did to Christian Yelich with that? Yeah. Poor prick coming to the plate in his own <laughs> stadium, and they someone pressed the boo button. Yes. <laughs> did you did you hear what they caught him saying on the mic? No, that I did not. Uh, how the hell did I get to Wrigley? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the Mariners are actually selling. You can go on Mariners.com for thirty bucks. You can uh, pay to have a photo of yourself or your family or whatever you want to do, and they actually attach it to a seat in in uh, Mariners Stadium. So you can actually, oh yeah, there you go. Um, so you can cool. actually, yeah, thirty bucks could do it. And then somebody, mm. somebody was talking on Seattle Sports Radio. They were like, "Well, you know, the Mariners are hopefully they're, they're better this year. They're really young, but they're not going to be that good. So what happens, you know, when you know majority of the time bad things are happening, and you look, they show the fans, and all the fans are like, hey, <laughs> 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 they, should, they should have a separate part of the stadium where it's like they're all sad and depressed, and then another part of the stadium where it's happy and things like that. It's, it's just, well, it's kind of a cool little I, thing. I'm going to make with. a prediction right now, and okay. for those of you listening, I'm wearing a Mariner's jersey, a Mariner's hat, and a fucking Mariner's mask, for Christ's sake. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen with them this year. Because this season is shortened and it's always going to have an asterisk next to it. This is the first year the Mariners will make it to the series and win the series. <laughs> it will be the only time in history it's ever going to happen. Because it will always have that asterisk next to it that says, yeah, they did it, but they did it in a fucked up season. <laughs> it is yeah. the only time it's ever going to happen. What, what do we think the chances are that we actually make it to a World Series? Six. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we will either. <laughs> no way. I don't think. I'm, I don't mean the Mariners. I mean anybody. I don't think. I, I mean anyone. I mean yeah. anyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was out of a hundred. What are we, the chances we actually have an NFL season that starts yeah, before exactly. November? <clears throat> I haven't seen what the Seahawks have done. I saw that the Ravens have converted their 2020 
season ticket holders to the 2021 season ticket holders. They just said, we're bu- we're bumping this a year. So yeah. I saw what the uh, Players Association announced that 72 players were diagnosed as having COVID-19. Yeah. Well, did you see the base? Right. They, all the baseball players, there were only six who tested positive out of 10,000 tests. So far. So, so yeah. far. I mean, but at least so at least that shows that, you know, hopefully the way they're approaching it and the NBA is approaching it by kind of placing them in their own bubble. And I mean, they get tested so much every right. day that hopefully that's at least going to have a. And they can isolate and all the rest of it. I mean, UFC has been having fights for months now. And yes. so far they've been doing it. Of course, you don't have massive groups of people, but you do have two people in contact, really close contact for at least 15 minutes. But they've done an excellent job. Uh, they've had a few fighters test positive, cornermen in some cases. And when that happens, it's like, Goodbye. sorry, we'll see you later. <laughs> you're, you're isolated, dude. So they've done Hey, no one in the WWE has tested positive yet because they didn't start testing until this past week. Oh, <laughs> Oops. And what the Seahawks did is they, um, you can get a refund uh, for your 2020 tickets and then apply it as a credit towards 2021. But um, yeah, but I, I'm not sure. That's that's as far as they've gone as far as at, at this point anyway. So yeah, what's it going to be like in New York with no no sports or no lots of people turning out for? Sports, sports. Well, it's not like they have any basketball teams there worth mentioning. So. <laughs> I I think it's um it's interesting with the whole PSLs and like I'm not sure if your your teams deal with uh personal seat licensing. So in in New York slash New Jersey because our teams are actually playing New Jersey, um, <laughs> you 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 pay your PSL for your right to then get to um, buy the tickets for your seats. Which is ridiculous. It's a a form of double dipping. But um, a lot of teams do that, sadly. Like church used to be in the 1800s. You would pay for a pew. (laughs) You'd pay for, seriously, you'd pay for a pew if you had enough money, and then you'd tithe. So first of all, you basically had to pay pay to be in the church and then Mm -hmm. pay once you're there. It is the yeah. new religion, so it makes perfect sense. Duran Duran. So, it's, it's... <laughs> For some reason, I feel that the NFL, in some way, and all their greed, will will some way try to get fans some superly overpriced seat <laughs> inside that, that venue. I mean, oh, yeah. if you think about it, that's the only way that, you know, they've $15, billion a year in revenue. Um, the other sports, you know, I mean, New York, yeah. and as you know, New York, New Jersey, with college sports, we really don't support college sports. I mean, we kind of like the, the Red Storm, but we, we only like them when they come, when they play at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you know the the stuff with hockey um you know i think i think out of anyone out of any sport hockey will do it correctly you don't hear anything from the players association you don't hear anything from ownership 
Um, so I think that's a good thing. Um, I don't know. It's like we've been used to watching, you know, people play um, simulated games or watching people play simulated games and esports and everything else like that. And when there is a, a specific event where, you know, it's PGA, they will they will draw the fans. Um, but for the most part, I, I truthfully think like a lot of this stuff should have just been canceled rather than this money grab. But yeah. I get it. TV money, billions of dollars, all the above. I, I get it, but <clears throat> it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I can totally see the NFL going to like 25% capacity. And oh, by the way, your ticket is four times as much. Yes. And, and they'll get people to pay it. They absolutely will get people, well, corporations to pay it. Because that's mostly who's going to NFL games now anyway, sadly. Yeah, that's going to be kind of ridiculous watching uh, yeah. NFL games with nobody. So I watch I watch soccer and uh Champion or Champions League, the uh, Premier League has done something uh, interesting where there's nobody around the field on the pitch. Like they've okay. even got it, they've even got it closed off, so you can't get down there. But the fans are are spaced out very on the top level. So when you when you watch a match, you can still hear the fans because there's, uh, ironically enough, there's fewer fans in the stands, so everything's echoing, so it sounds kind of loud. But they've okay. they've done it the right way. They're it, they're playing, but you know they're they're testing the players, and they also have allowed uh, fans in the into the stadiums. But they're so spread out, and they're nowhere near the field. So it's you know it's about as safe as an environment as you can if you're going to ha- have a sporting event. I wonder if they're testing. Seriously, I wonder if they're testing the fans. They do that when they before they go in. Yeah, because that's what yeah. UFC's finally started. They finally started. They're, they're some... testing how they're just taking their temperature or. What are yeah, they doing? Correct. Okay. So I mean obviously I mean you can get some of those tests back really quickly, but that's it's more of a temperature and, and yeah. uh, physical uh you know, not full physical, but as as quickly as you can do one to make sure they're not sick. Of course. Uh, do they have a proctologist there? They do. They do. <laughs> and a urologist. It's just that's, that's why Lee's going. It's, uh, well, <laughs> Got to get my kick somehow. Since, since you mentioned college sports, of which you know nothing, Ted, because you're in New York, what yes. do you think? What do you, what do you think about of Stony Brook this year? <laughs> yeah, what are the chances? <laughs> what What do you think of the Big Ten's uh, statement that they're only going to play in conference games, as if somehow the conference schools are magically COVID free, but the out of conference schools are dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what kind of sense does this make? <laughs> you can't for see Ted, our, but he was just doing the, the money yes. with his fingers. For our, our audio listeners only, I was um, yeah. doing my uh, impersonation of Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, well, I got one before we end the show. I, I do want to ask Ted. So uh, Governor Cuomo obviously was, you know, he's he's family has been involved obviously in new york politics for generations but you know since this came out he seems like he's kind of a rock star maybe to the rest of the country as far as democrats go how how did new yorkers view him um i think he put forth a a, a template he created a template uh, uh, uh kind of like a framework for if you're in a city or in a state 
of how your governor or your lead, you know, um, political officer should act, should not only act, but should communicate, put everything on, on the public website, put together, you know, you know, a, a short brief. Um, some people might feel infomercial, but um, put together your, your talking points every day and keep your opinions out of it. Keep it to, to facts. Keep the experts up there. Talk about, you know, let them talk about science. Um, I, I think if the election was, was 2021 instead of a few months from now, he would definitely throw his hat in there. Even though he's declined that, hey, I'm not doing it. I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm running. You know, I'm, I'm here for New York State. Clearly, rock star status. Um, yeah, it's it's just, you know, has has he pissed a few people off? Of course, because people are are you know number one business owners, but more importantly was his handling of COVID nineteen, um, with our, our our seniors in the 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 nursing home nursing homes, um. And I, I don't think it was something that was done intentionally, but it's something to the point where if you're dealing with something that you've never dealt with before, what do you do? You know, and I, I would say positive responses um, doesn't tangle too much with the president. Um, understands that you got to praise the president because if you want to get, if you wanted the ventilators and you wanted the mobile um, hospitals and everything else like that, you have to appease, um, you know, the emperor. Yes. Yes. Emperor Palpatine. Um, <laughs> so, hey, so I, I, I think I would prefer I, Palpatine at this point, but <laughs> yes, I, I think it was a, a for him definitely rock star. Um, I, I don't know if I think definitely you're going to see uh, a new batch of people, a new a bunch of new faces for 2024. But um, I kind of wonder, will the luster kind of go away a little bit? Where if this was next year, definitely, boom, he's your number one guy. Um, but 2024, people get back to the, hey, I don't want this. I don't want another person from New York. Yeah. Yeah. They like to dominate conversations and not let anyone else speak and kind of like what I'm doing right now. No, not at all. <laughs> how, how was he viewed before this all came out? Was he seen in a positive light before this? He was seen as a, a, a totally in a positive light. He's like third term governor. Oh, how many? You don't have term limits there for governor? Oh. Third term go governor. So it's just like <clears throat> he, he ran against some um, sex in the city, Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so. And in politics, a year is a long time, let alone let alone four years. But I will point out that he would only be sixty-seven when inaugurated in twenty twenty-five, uh, which compared to our current candidates, dude just got out of college. Uh, I know. I know. Can we can we clone this dude? Is it possible? Maybe Dr. Fauci. Well, no, we can't because he's single, right? So he shouldn't be having yes. children out of. <laughs> out of, out of clone clone yeah hey I, I, I know we're getting ready to cut out but 
all of this stuff, I mean, do do people realize if you take your politics and put them to the side that Fauci has been around to serve six presidents, 30 plus years, like, does that not mean anything? Well, while Clearly party not the orange one. Yeah, no. trying to disparage him. Here, here's the scary thought to me about the orange one. Regardless of what happens in November 3rd or sometime like 4 in the morning, November 4th, that's probably what's going to happen. Even if he's, even if, God forbid, this fucking dragon gets reelected, that's four years. That's it. It's done. <clears throat> four more years of this shit. I don't know if we would survive. But if sanity prevails, <laughs> seriously, but if sanity prevails and he loses, which everything points to, he's gone. His supporters aren't. There's what, 36 million people who think this insane asshole is correct? Well, we lost Jeff Sessions this week. Yeah, that's a good so, thing. Right. Yeah. We're slowly, so, slowly so whittling our, away. Our culture is not going to change just because you cut the head off the fucking Hydra. That's what really scares me. This sure. shit, all he's, he hasn't changed society. He's just let these bastards come out and be themselves. They were always like that. They're going to be like that when he's gone, and they're going to be even more rabid afterwards. So, Agreed. We're in some for some fun times. I mean, 2021 may look 2020 look like a picnic. Yay! That's a happy thought. <laughs> and well, on it. that happy note, <laughs> we should all join hands and sing "The Hills Are Alive." <laughs> the hills have eyes. What? Yes, <laughs> that would be the 2020 version. <laughs> Julie Andrews beheaded in the middle of her song. He's like, yeah, go 2020. All right. <laughs> That's it. Thanks. Thanks for being on, Ted. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> to talk to you again. Ted is so happy. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm done for another five years. Thank God this shit's over. <laughs> okay, we only do this every five years. <laughs> Hey, I, I do want to apologize for the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, my marketing team was supposed to speak to Lee's marketing team. Yeah. And he, Lee's team kept communicating to my team, but it never actually got to me. Underlings, Underlings are so unreliable. It's because I'm my own marketing team. I can't afford anybody else. <laughs> flow. You have flow in your pocket. You know that. 